A Life of Bliss. Being the biography of Bachelor Bliss with Brenda Bruce as Anne, Colin Gordon as Tony, Muriel Pavlo as Tina, and George Cole as the shy young bachelor himself, David Alexander Bliss. What does Bliss think of the girls of today? Armed with this catch question aimed at setting him off into a characteristic display of verbal fireworks, I called on him a day or so ago. Well, now, look, it's quite plain you're only asking me that in the hope of tripping me up yet again. The thought hadn't even entered my head. Well, it didn't have to. It's taken up permanent residence there. It's become an obsession with you. I give you my word as an interviewer and a gentleman... Oh, come now, you can't be both, surely. <laughs> I should have thought the question was quite harmless. Except that you know perfectly well I'm going steady with Tina. A very beautiful girl she is, too. Ravishingly beautiful. But what I'm interested in... Is getting me to put my foot in it. Is getting you to put forward your view of modern girls in general. Well, sounds harmless enough, put like that. And concerns neither Tina nor your family in any way. So why should you object? Because I know what you really want, and because, anyway, the answer's obvious. Meaning what? Well, that Tina's the only girl in the world I want to put in the family way. <laughs> Beauty in the world, I'm interested in ravishing. Get it? Okay, you win. A hollow victory, as I happen to be fond of him. Back to the present to join David, Tony, and Anne for Some Are More Average Than Others. <laughs> And how's the toy export drive going? Oh, and I'm glad you brought that up, because I had lunch with an important overseas buyer only yesterday. A Mr. Olafsson. Olafsson. Sven Olafsson. Pass the butter poppet. Oh, yes, right, huh? Danish? Well, why ask me? Anne bought it. <laughs> oh, 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 Olafsson. Yes. Yes, yes, he is. And, and he was telling me that uh, in all the 20 years he's been coming to this country, not that I can do anything about it, of course, but uh, in all that time, he's never been invited to have a meal in an English home. So you want us to have him round for dinner? Now, why didn't I think of that? One night this week? Marvellous, yes. Now, you wouldn't have to do anything special for him because that's the whole object of the exercise. He wants to see how a typical English family lives. I'll make him that dish out of my cookery book. What's it called? Um, steak a la Baudelaire. No, you couldn't have anything more typically English than that. <laughs> and I'll get a couple of bottles of Nuit Saint-Georges to wash it down. You know, look, you, you both missed the point. He wants it to be a completely normal, average evening. Sandwiches, light ale, lights down, eyes glued to the telly. <laughs> give you sandwiches for supper. The night before last. Not that I'm complaining, I mind. think not. They made a welcome change after the eternal leftover stew. <laughs> I have never in my life given you stew. Casserole, yes. Stew, never. What's the difference? Casserole sounds better. <laughs> right, so that's settled then. Steak a la Baudelaire as a main dish, pate or something like that for starters, and then I'll whip up an exotic dessert and we'll have a nice selection of cheeses. Yeah, the risk of repeating myself, he just wants you to behave as usual. We often have three courses. Well, only on special occasions. When we have guests to dinner. Yes. Well, your Mr. Olison's coming to dinner, isn't he? Yes. Well, there you are. We'll be behaving as usual. Speaking for myself, I wouldn't want Anne to behave in any other way, and for an obvious reason. What? It's the only time I get a decent meal. What? One more word. Yeah, I, I, you... I, I, I take it back. Now, let's see. Uh, Carol breaks up from school tomorrow, so could we make it Friday night? It couldn't be better. A typical English family, complete with 15-year-old daughter and 5-year-old son. Yes, and like most families, we've even got a skeleton in the cupboard. I know, but Olison's already met me. <laughs> It'll give me a chance to do this room out and, and wash those curtains. Oh, now, look, there's no need to go to all that trouble. Nothing unusual in that? No? No, good heavens, no. An unexpected ring at the front door and Anne turns out the room before answering it. Believe me, many a call is frozen to death on the doorstep. If you are trying to pick No, 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 I, I take that back too. You better. Nobody's ever frozen to death on the doorstep. A few cases of frostbite, perhaps. <laughs> All right, so I do have a quick tidy up before I answer the door. Not always that quick. No, because you get in my way putting on your jacket, combing your hair, patting it into place. I do not pat my hair into... <laughs> I can tell Olufsen Friday's definite then. Yes. 
and that he'll see at least one important aspect of the British way of life. Which is? Keeping up appearances. Ah, now that reminds me. You'll have to have a bath, Psyche. Right. <laughs> well, would you believe it? She usually barks the place down when I mention the word bath. <laughs> That she's a typically English dog. <laughs> Old Olafson's really looking forward to tomorrow night. Hmm? Who? Sven Olafson. It's always the same. Every time Carol comes home from school, it's the same. Oh, no, not a clash between her and Tony. Over her new mini dress. She put it on to show you this morning, didn't she? Yes. Well, would you say that it was all that short? Well, I've seen many a girls in shorter. Um, <laughs> many shorter girls in many a. But, um, Many girls of her age. In shorter. Yes, well, Tony's forbidden her to wear it. I wouldn't mind, only I have to act as... as wife, mother and referee. Oh, what makes you think I was going to say that? Because that's what you said once before when they had a clash. Also, that Tony tends to play the heavy father. I deny saying a single word of it. You do? The single word tends. He plays it all right, full-bloodedly. Well, you covered that last time. I did? Said he was something of a Papa Barrett and that he vets her boyfriends with all the thoroughness of a full-scale police investigation. Yes, and now he started vetting her clothes. Well, what's the poor girl expected to do? Go into Purdar and wear a yash mat? The no Eastern promise look. I'll tell you one thing. But for me, oh, the... not going to wear it, Carol, and that's fine. There's the vet at it again. In the other room. <laughs> That Carol slamming defiantly out. Mm, you could have fooled me. I thought it was an earth tremor. But for me, that dress would have... That's his picture falling off the wall. <laughs> I'll hang it up again. That thing, Tony's mother lumbered us with that. I say, it's a good job I wasn't standing underneath it. I'd be suffering from concussion by now. It wouldn't have shown. <laughs> you were saying, but for you. The dress would have been shorter. And what happens? Tony not only accuses me of... <laughs> That's Carol shutting herself in her room. I'm not saying there's any danger of either her or Tony becoming unhinged. No, I should hope not. But I wouldn't want to make a bet on the doors. Oh, I hope it's not going to be like this tomorrow when Olafson's here. Could last a week. Mm, comforting remark. I'm not in a comforting mood. Tony not only accused me of not backing him up, but also... You of, don't tell me, I'd rather not know. ...of actively encouraging her. The fact is that... Don't tell me, I'd rather not know. Where Carol's concerned, he's a real old fuddy... It's stopped raining at last. What? It's been terribly wet out today. Changing the subject on purpose. Well, a trick you taught me. Yes, and you've always made a mess of it. Well, I won't from now on. You sure of that? They say practice makes perfect. They never said it. They knew you. Well, I stopped you with it, and that's vital at the moment. Why? Because anything you tell me about Tony is like, well, like, like, like an old movie on television. I don't see the connection. Bound to be repeated. <laughs> I see the connection. Well, you must see it's better for me not to know what you were going to say. Fuddy must have given you a clue. You'd be surprised how dim I can be at times. Not in the least. If Tony asked me about the dress, I should say I haven't even seen it. That's a direct lie. Oh, I wouldn't rate it higher than a little white lie. Anyway, I'm determined not to get involved. Strictly neutral, that's me. You won't hold up for five minutes against Tony. No, I won't have to. Tina will be here in a second and we're going out. Thanks for your encouragement, though. Carol's gone to her room threatening a hunger strike and I'm all for letting her carry it out. I think it's a lot of fuss over nothing. I'm not on hunger strike and it's way past supper time. Supper is waiting in the oven. It can come out now. With luck burnt to a cinder. <laughs> Oh, well, David. Hi. Oh, I'm neutral, thanks. You're strict. Thanks. Oh, fine. So you know all about it? About what? Implying you don't know? Well, there seems to be a bit of an atmosphere here between you and Anne. Over that new dress of Carol's. Not that I blame her. Anne's the one I blame. Truth is... It's she... stopped raining at last. What? No, it's been a terrible vet out today. <laughs> it's been what? A terrible vet. 
terribly wet. So, Anne's been complaining that I vet Carol's clothes. No. Oh, supposing I do. What's wrong with that? For heaven's sake, the child's only 15. Yes, I know. She'd never have chosen a dress like that if Anne hadn't encouraged her. Oh, it's no good asking me about it, Tony, obviously. Why? Well, I didn't even know she bought a little white lie. <laughs> bought a mini dress. I don't remember saying it was a mini. Oh, your memory. On the other hand, I do remember you being at breakfast when she mentioned buying it. You mentioned it then, did she? Yes. Yes, well, I'd forgotten about that, but you can take it from me, that's all I do now. Meaning what? Well, I haven't actually seen her in the Yashmak, so I wouldn't know whether it's too short. <laughs> Yashmak? But I haven't actually seen her in Perda. I've seen her in the East. In the... In um, the dress? Yeah, not yet, no. Possibly because you've been too busy listening to Anne running me down. Oh, no, that's just where you're wrong. I refuse to listen. <laughs> I mean... Then she was running me down. No. Oh, don't be a twit. Of course she was. I know what she's been saying, too. All the old chestnuts she always trots out that I play the heavy fire. Oh, now, look, Tony, I can honestly tell you she didn't say the single word tens about you. <laughs> but I didn't tend to say a word about you. Do you know what you are, amongst other things? Well, don't tell me. I'd rather not know. A human quiz game, so let's see if I can come up with the answer. Well, there's no answer to come up with. She didn't say the single word tens about me. You're wasting your time. She said I definitely played the heavy father. One point to your side and on to the next question. <laughs> you know, no, no. Seriously. I was right then. Not that I'm surprised. That's a perennial. <laughs> I expect she called me a Papa Barrett, too. No, she didn't. And that's the truth. What did she call me, then? She didn't call you anything, Daddy. No, 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 Tony. Another point to my side. How? Fuddy Duddy. Two points ahead and on to the... No, 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 you're wrong. I suppose that's an improvement on Papa Barrett. She certainly didn't call you that. I wonder. I give you my word. Because she didn't have time to get round to it? No, because I said it first. Ah! <laughs> did you indeed? And what the blazes has it got to do with you? No, 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 you don't understand. What right have you got to interfere between Anne and me? I wasn't, Tony, I was... If it's come to that, you may as well pack your things and get out tonight, interfering over something... But you don't understand. I was only trying to... You're going out for supper, aren't you, David? If not permanently. What does that mean? That I've told him to pack up and get out. Oh, why? It was all a misunderstanding. Misunderstanding, my aunt. You were about to say, David... I told Tony I called him Papa Barrett. But what he doesn't realise is that I was only quoting... I think perhaps I'd better leave. No doubt about it. It'd only make it worse if I tried to explain now, but I promise you it wasn't what you... Well, that'll be Tina. Then I should go and answer it. Yes, yes, all right. Excuse me, won't you, Fuddy? Uh, Tony. Get out! Getting. No, 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 Psyche, you stay in there. I'll see you both later. We'll send your luggage on. Coming. Hello, darling. Hello, Tina. Sorry I'm a few minutes late, only the crisis is still on. Hmm? What crisis? I told you. Sheila's mother wants her to go back to living at home. Oh, yes. So, I may be looking for another flatmate. Well, I might be glad to move in with you myself. That's a highly immoral suggestion. Oh, no, 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 I didn't mean that. Well, what did you mean? Well, I might be looking for another girl to live with. <laughs> I might be looking for someone immoral to live on. <laughs> I might have to leave here. You've got a crisis on, too. Yes, and it could be dodgy. Olafson's supposed to be coming to dinner tomorrow night. Oh, me too, remember? I bought myself a new mini-dress for the occasion. Oh, don't tell me about it. I'd rather not know. Well, what's wrong with mini-dresses? Nothing. But you don't think I've got the right legs? Well, of course you've got the right legs. You'd hardly have somebody else's. <laughs> <laughs> Only joking. Yeah, that, that happens to be what my crisis is over. Carol's bought herself a new mini dress. And why not pray? Well, that's about my only chance. What? Praying. <laughs> you can tell me about it over dinner. Yes, but hold on. I, I want to hear what's going on in there. What do you think's going on? Tony, listen for a second. Silence. Well, that's all right then. Anne must have managed to... Oh, hello, Tina. Hello. Just passing through to bring in the supper. Anne? Yes? Atmosphere all right in there? Shocking. Thick? Can't see a word ahead for days. 
Not on speaking terms. That's great from Olufsen's point of view. Just what he wanted. What? A typical evening in an average English home. Blast. I said blast. Where is everybody? I can tell you where the butcher is. On his way home, having failed to deliver the steak, he promised. Olufsen wanted it to be a typical English evening, didn't he? Yes. Good, because we're down to egg and chips. You know, Anne, wait. Um, how's Tony? How would I know? Well, meaning he's not home yet? Meaning we're not speaking. Honestly, all this over a mini dress. No, that's over for the moment, but only for the moment. She's defied him. You don't mean she's actually wearing it? That's enough, Carol. Don't change it into something else at once. That's me answered. That's Carol slamming out. <laughs> I'll hang it up again. Oh, it's okay. The glass hasn't broken. The night's still young. Oh, don't say that. Olison will be here at seven. Hey, what on earth did you and... Oh, Carol shutting herself in a her room. What did you and Tony clash over this time? Alexander. And borrowing the car to do the shopping, Tony refused. Well, who can blame him? I wouldn't let a five-year-old drive my car. <laughs> He refused to let me. Yeah, I did realize. But I don't see how... Carol! Open this door! Locked herself in. Starting another hunger strike. Yesterday's lasted almost an hour. But how did Alexander come into it? He developed a temperature this afternoon. Only slight, I admit. The start of World War III? Alexander banging on the floor for me. I gave him a... <laughs> I'll hang it up again this time, but that's my lot. Gosh! It shows how unobservant I am. What? This painting. It's the first time I've realized. Carol! First time I've realized it's the stag at bay. It's probably the first time it's been at bay. <laughs> uh, who was saying what? Oh, yes, you were just saying you'd given Alexander something. A walking stick. Oh, do you think he needs one at his age? Oh, oh I see, to bang on the... Um... Yeah, and I can guess the rest. You put him to bed because he got a temperature and Tony accused you of pampering him. Right? Yes. But it was not letting me have the car that really got my goat. The fact is, he can be... No, no, don't tell me. I'd rather not know. He can be plain cussed at times. Do you know? No, and I'd rather not. He even dragged up that old red herring about women drivers being inferior. And who, may I ask, backed our car into a lamppost? No, you may not. Strictly neutral, that's me. You tried that last night and it didn't work. I've tried everything in my time and nothing works. I don't mind admitting I'm at my wit's end. I know, but at least you didn't have far to go. <laughs> Of course, that's it. That's how to handle Tony if he asked me what you've been saying. How? By telling him, in my most disarming way, that I simply don't know how to cope with the situation. What? And deprive him of the chance to use you as a whipping boy? You're rotten of me, I know. You'll never get away with it. Oh, I don't know. Might just take the wind out of his sails. Not so much wind as hot air. Oh, it's worth a try. Especially with Olafson due here in half an hour. He hasn't confirmed his... Well, that'll be Tina. She said she'd... Um... All right, I'll go. Said she'd come round early to give you a hand. I haven't got anything she can give me a hand with. That's Tony's fault, too. If I'd had the car, I'd have collected the stake myself. I don't mind telling you. So I've noticed, and I wish you'd stop. He's a fiend in these moods. I've got my fingers in my ears. He's a fiend! Well, it's no good. I'll have to get thicker fingers. <laughs> Look, um, won't you go and see what Alexander wants? Yes, and I'm sorry I ever gave him that walking stick. Well, because he'd been banging for you so often? No, because the mood I'm in, I may want it to beat Tony about the head with. Which reminds me he forgot to get any drink in. Well, there's none in the house. Only what's in the cupboard there, if anything. Oh, it's going to be riotous. Anne, did you really think it was necessary to send for the doctor? In my opinion, yes. Not in mine. 
I'd prefer his. He's waiting in the hall. I'll take him up. Doctors are busy people, you know. Even so, I'm sure he'll be able to spare time to have a word with you. About what? Your psychopathic eggnomania. <laughs> My psychopathic... I take it she's been bellyaching on about me yet again. I'm sorry, Tony, but I've never discovered how to cope with this situation. What situation? When you suddenly produce that sort of question out of hot air. No, no, suddenly <laughs> sail into me about Anne. Uh, ask me what she said. I've tried everything in my time. Mostly my patience. Well, I, I don't mind admitting I'm at the whip's end, Tony. At the what? <laughs> I'm at my wit's end, boy. Um, oh, we're back to the quiz, eh? No. Ah, whipping boy. Oh, I've got to hand it to you. you I've got to handle the situation somehow, I know, but... Um... <laughs> what the devil's that? The stag up there. No, not that. The banging. Oh, that. Well, that's Alexander. Anne's given him a stick to beat you about the head with. To, um... You're making it too easy for me. All right, so Anne did say that, but is it so terrible? I mean, it's the sort of remark anybody might make in the heat of the moment. I know I have, many a time. Said you'd like to beat me about the head? Well, not about you, and not that exact phrase, but I, I've said similar things about a lot of fiends like you. <laughs> about a lot of... So I'm a fiend, am I? No, 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 I was getting mixed up. Well, let's hope so, for your sake. Oh, it seems Olufsen's going to get his average evening after all. Thanks to the butcher. What the heck's the butcher got to do with it? Oh, and according to Anne, we're down to red herrings. Down to me. <laughs> down to your chip about women's drivers. <laughs> um, last night, I told you to pack up and get out. Well, I'm not going to say the same tonight. You're not? No. Oh, thanks for the reply. I'm going to make sure by packing up for you. <laughs> the stag up there. And I know just how it felt. Come on, that'll be Tina. Well, it serves you right for getting under my feet. I know. But as one whipping boy to another... You... Oh, just, just ignore it. I know you're not a boy. It's just a... Oh, belt up. Hello. Hello, darling. Oh, shall I take your coat? Yes, but um, prepare yourself for a shock. I'm wearing my mini dress and I think I've gone too far. Nonsense. Well, I'm not at all sure about it myself. Well, you should be. It looks jolly attractive. Not shocking? Not in the least. Arresting, yes. But you don't think I've gone too far? I think you should be arrested. I <laughs> think it's very attractive. I'm sorry about that, only my, my mind's not really on it. Then I haven't gone far enough. Why? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Sitting room. Well, isn't there anything I can do to help Anne? There's nothing you can do for any of us. We're past help. Crisis still on. At fever pitch. About 20 minutes to go before... After you. Before Olofsson gets here and the house is bedlam. Oh, I'm sure you're exaggerating. Now, open this door! Not as sure as I was. Alexander's in bed with a temperature, and Carol started another hunger strike. Still over the mini dress? Yes, and it couldn't be more ridiculous. Hers is nowhere near as shocking as yours. <laughs> but, uh, nowhere near as... Um... As short. Which reminds me, I'd, uh, I'd better check the drink situation. That's my only hope now. To get Olafson sloshed? Well, he's an important customer. Can't afford to lose him. Let's see. About half a glass of sherry. A small tot of whiskey. A tiny tot of gin. Abandoned hope. Well, except that my dress might create a diversion. In what way? In what way? It's short, isn't it? Yes, but with any luck, he won't notice. Oh, oh gosh, oh, I see. <laughs> I see what you mean. Shall I shut the drink cupboard? No, no, hold it a moment. A friend of mother's presented Anne with a couple of bottles of wine. There should be one left. Yes, here, look, at the back. Explosive, handle with care. It's a homemade concoction and lethal, even to the cork. Likely to fly out without warning. Well, the other one nearly had Tony's eye out. <laughs> right, we're back in business. One glass of this, and Olufsen will think the banging's in his head. That potent? Judging by something Tony said when he had a glass of it. What was that? I don't know. He was completely incoherent. So now we 
know. Oh, hello, Tina. Have you had mumps? Yes. Why? Because that's what Alexander's got. Oh. oh, no, that's all I need. What are you worrying about? You and Tony've had it. What do you mean, what am I worrying about? You can't have it twice. What about Olufsen? He can't have it twice either. <laughs> oh, good gracious, I see what you're getting at. Uh, could you ring the hotel and warn him? Well, if he hasn't already left. Well, let me know what he says. I'll be in the kitchen. Yes, right, huh? Know the number? Oh, not offhand. Directory. Oh, thanks. You know something? This could be a blessing in disguise. After all, if he hasn't had mumps... He might not want to come. And in the circumstances... That might be as well. Exactly. 229-0192. You didn't hear the front doorbell, did you? Not if you'd rather I didn't. So did I. But it can't possibly be him yet, can it? Well, of course not. Not possibly. He's not due till seven and it's only... It's possible. Only one way to find out. Well, who wants to? How on earth am I going to explain all the knocking and banging? Um, poltergeist at work? Causing Tony not only to shout at it, but to name it after his daughter. Oh. Yes, you should believe that. Thank you. You know, no, Psyche, you stay with Tina. I shouldn't say anything about Alexander having mumps. It's highly contagious. Oh, don't worry. I'm not even going to say he's ill. Good evening. Oh, so it is you, Mr. Olufsen. Welcome to a typical haunted house. <laughs> or to a typical English home. Twenty years I've waited for such an evening. You'd have to wait twenty years to get another one like it. <laughs> Shall I take your shroud? <laughs> My uh, English is good, but uh, sometimes when you are speaking so quickly... I, I go too fast for you? Uh, yes. Oh, that's a relief. <laughs> I mean, it's nice to know you're not infallible. I only wish... Oh, sitting room straight ahead. Wish I had your ear for languages. Oh, in here. Uh, thank you. <laughs> oh, my werewolf psyche. Um, uh, you a dog? Yes. He's friendly? Oh, she, actually. And yes, very. It is safe then to uh, pat her? Oh, good heavens, yes. She makes a lot of noise, but she's frightened of her own shadow. <laughs> oh, yes, you are. You are a good dog? Yes. <laughs> oh. Psyche, stop that. Psyche. Let go of Mr. <laughs> Let go of Mr. Olufsen's sleeve. Okay. I've got her. I'm terribly sorry, Mr. Olufsen. Well, naturally, I'll pay to have it invisibly mended. <laughs> oh, and um, here are the three buttons. Is there where? All together four. No, it shouldn't be too difficult a job to find the fourth. <laughs> well, apparently it's an inside job. <laughs> I really am sorry, Mr. Olufsen. <laughs> really, it does not matter. But I would prefer if you call me Sven. All right, then. Sven. And my uh, charming rescuer. Oh, of course I haven't introduced you. Sven Olufsen, my girlfriend, Minnie. <laughs> Shorty. Um... Tina. Hello. How do you do? Uh, David was describing your appearance to me as striking, if I'm permitted to agree. Oh, permission granted. <laughs> also, he was saying... Hello! Yeah, that's my brother-in-law, Poltergeist. <laughs> P -p Poltergeist, it sounded like, but uh, Carol's door happens to have jammed. Oh, now, Carol, you are telling me... Is Tony's 15-year-old daughter. Uh, she also, I believe, is striking. Yes, just started another one. <laughs> striking to look at. Oh, yes, a very hungry girl. Oh, pretty. Oh, Anne's also busy, Sven, so um, we'll have to act as ghost and ghostess. As, um, uh, this evening you seem obsessed with the supernatural. Well, uh, probably because, uh, because I'm writing an article on supernatural phenomena. Oh, yes, uh, David was telling me. Uh, you work on a magazine. That's right. Uh, Sven, what would you like to... Uh... Well, that's uh, Tony's five-year-old invalid, Alexander. The five-year-old son. That's the stag at sick bay. <laughs> the famous stag at bay. I'll, um, I'll hang it up again. There we are. Now then, what would you like There's to... There's a picture uh... I think is not straight. Oh, isn't it? Oh, would you like to say Sven then, when? 
So I'll repeat that. Would you like to say then, Sven Wen? Would you like to say... It's straight. <clears throat> Alexander is ill. Uh, well, yes, with um, a slight temperature. Oh, so it is not serious? Not a bit, no. Now then, Sven, what would you like to catch? <laughs> well, I'd like to drink. Gin, whiskey, or, or, or wine? Thoroughly recommended? Oh, what kind is this? I really don't know. Some uh, homemade contagion. <laughs> a concoction. Is there something written on the label, if I may look? Yes, of course. Uh, the handwriting is not so... Oh, dreadfully sorry, sir. Dreadfully sorry. Oh, naturally, I'll pay to have your glasses repaired. <laughs> did, uh, did any of the glass go in your eye? Uh, fortunately, no. Equally fortunately, I carry always a second pair. Or rather, I normally... Ah, yes. Yes, here they are. Uh, I don't suppose you feel like trying the wine now? Uh, on the contrary, it... Uh, how would you say? Well, you certainly couldn't say it's corked. Uh, shows promise. <laughs> wine for me. Well, stand clear, I'll pour you a glass. Honestly, I couldn't be more sorry about... Anne? Oh, in the kitchen, Tony. If she doesn't get cattle to unlock that door, I'm going to break it down. Uh, Tony, may I introduce... All you've ever introduced into this house is trouble. <laughs> I don't think he realised you... Um... <laughs> it up this time. There's a famous stag at bay. Tony's mother lumbered them with that. One cannot help wondering how it attained its fame. I know, but I shouldn't stand too close to it. You never know when it's, um... Oh, oh gosh, I'm sorry. Are you all right? <laughs> Apart from, from a bump on the head, knocking off my glasses. Yes, I, I know. They're, they're here, look, underneath the, um... Ah. Mr. Olufsen... Sven, there's something I've just got to ask you. And that is, do you by any chance carry a third pair? <laughs> Torn sleeve, bump on the head, two pairs of glasses broken, and he laughed all the way back to the hotel. He did. Laughed till the tears streamed down his face. Must be that wide. Oh, partly, perhaps, <laughs> but only partly. Typical, he kept on saying. Absolutely typical. Meaning what? A typical evening in an English home? In a Danish home, too, apparently. Uh -huh. he, he's got a, a daughter about Carol's age, and he has... The same trouble with her. Well, even the same clash with his wife. <laughs> oh. oh, well, all's well that ends well. Well, it wouldn't have ended well, but for you and Tony. You put on a marvellous show later on. Oh, I... We did. Well, of course you did. Why, good gracious. You even convinced me you were happily married. <laughs> So we are. I know you are, but there's no but about it. I know that, but... No, 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 no but. Yeah. But I mean... Well, all married couples have an occasional row. Well, of course. Yes, and I dare say some of yours are worse than most. But uh, some of theirs are... I should shut up if I were you. We'd have a damn side less if you weren't around. Yes, and it's only because Tony... No, 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 wait, 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 hold it, hold your horses. The fact is you are not an average family. You've got the advantage of me staying with you. Advantage? <laughs> yes, and it's gone 11, too. What the dickens you trying to say? But even a living in whipping boy is entitled to time off. <laughs> that was A Life of Bliss with George Cole as David Bliss, Brenda Bruce as Anne Fellows, Colin Gordon as Tony Fellows, Muriel Pavlo as Tina Holliday, and Percy Edwards as Psyche. Sven Olafsson was played by Cyril Shapps. A Life of Bliss is written by Godfrey Harrison and produced by Edward Taylor.